0: Amigos y amigas, you are listening to the English Made Simple Show. This is episode number 202, number 202, número 2002. Welcome to the English Made Simple Show. This is Milena, your host. From EnglishMadeSimple.net, and I hope you're doing well. Hope you're doing fine. Hope you are keeping out of mischief. Hope you've been keeping out of trouble. Good. Today, I'm giving you an opportunity to learn about um, some important things. Uh, you're gonna learn about collocations, phrasal verbs, conversation fillers descriptive words and prepositions and more you're gonna learn a lot so i'm giving you an opportunity to have access to my teaching notes you can find all of this inside my teaching notes that i'm so kindly willing to share with you because i know it will be helpful to you guys there is even a resource about um How to interrupt business meetings if you happen to use English for work. For example, if you're using English in the office and you have business meetings in English, this will be extremely helpful to you. Very useful stuff. Like, let me give you an example. For example, um, when you are at the business meeting and you want to ask for, let's say, clarification on something, you simply say... Sorry, can we just go over this one more time so that we are all on the same page? Or another phrase you could use. Sorry to interrupt, but uh, can you please speak slowly? I just want to make sure I got everything that's required here. And there's many, many more um, phrases for you to learn. And there's also different uh, situations when when you happen to be in a business meeting. I'm sharing all that with you, amigos y amigas. And you can get access to this resource when you visit englishmadesimple.net slash coffee. (laughs) Yes, Uh, I've created this resource to celebrate a new milestone of English Made Simple. We are celebrating two and a half years of English Made Simple. I'm sharing my teaching notes with you And at the same time, uh, you can support uh, the show. We can celebrate this together, which um, will also help me continue to deliver awesome episodes uh, going forward. I can do more episodes for you guys. Simply go to englishmadesimple.net slash coffee and you'll get instant access to all of the resources. Now, before we begin today's show, let me say hello to a few special people who have decided to support the English Made Simple show this week. A huge hello to Maritza from Chile, who has been following the show for a long time now. Thank you so much uh, for your kind donation. And another one from Chile, another big fan from Chile, a big hello to Luba, from Chile who has been a long-time follower of the show. Thank you guys. You have really made my week so far guys. Thank you so much. Um, also I'd like to say a huge thanks to uh, Maka Alvarez from New Zealand who left a five-star review on iTunes. Thanks for your support Maka. Hope you're having an awesome time in New Zealand. Which reminds me, I should visit New Zealand soon. It's not too far from Australia. I did spend 12 years in New Zealand. But somehow Australia feels homier to me. Anyway, I digress. So thanks everyone for your support and for joining me in celebrating this new milestone in the short EMS history. (laughs) Two and a half years, it's such an odd number, right? I'd like to be different. I don't like to celebrate three years and four years and five years. Two and a half. Two and a half is a good number. And tomorrow I'm going to celebrate my birthday. I will be 37 and a half years old. (laughs) uh I know i know it's such a childish thing to do to celebrate this a half thing you know uh you know when you ask kids how old they are the little kids they would usually answer with oh i am two and a half years old or three and a half you know you don't hear adults saying this so i want to be different okay amigos i'm getting myself distracted again Now, what I wanted to share with you guys today is a snippet of my teaching notes. A snippet means like an extract or an excerpt, uh, which is basically just a section of a text. So I'm just sharing uh, bits and pieces of my teaching notes so you know what you get inside the teaching notes. Like, for example, there is a long section in there about collocations like what are collocations Um, just quickly to refresh your memory you can check out one of the earlier episodes I did back in 2016 the episode is called learn English with collocations and speak like a native speaker that was episode number 1515 Um, so what are collocations just quickly collocations um, are a combination of two or three words that when put together they sound natural to the native speaker they are used in daily conversations very very often uh, let me give you an example of a collocation I used one recently I used it in episode 199 when I talked about my killer haircut the phrase I used was to have a haircut To have a haircut. Have a haircut is a collocation. And this particular phrase is a collocation with the word have. Have. To have. Now, there are many, many other word combinations um, that you can put together that will make you sound natural when you speak in English. And some of these words are do, the word to do, make, to make, to take, Uh, catch, go and get and there there are there many more as well Um, so in addition to the word have we have make, do, take, catch, go and get okay I said that too quickly Uh, let me just quickly give you an example of a collocation with the word make for example to make a difference is a collocation make a difference So we don't say do a difference, um, take a difference. We say make a difference. Uh, There's another one with the word to do. To do housework is a collocation. Doing housework. Those two words put together is a collocation. Um, Let's see. To do homework. Uh, There's a lot of collocations with the word do and have. What else? Uh, The word housework. Let me just quickly explain. So let's uh, just go back to the word housework. So you wouldn't say make housework, you would say do housework. It just doesn't sound right um, to my ears when I hear like to make housework, um, to have housework. It just doesn't sound right to my ear. Uh, The right phrase is actually do housework, to do housework. The word housework means... The tasks that you do around the house, uh, like cleaning or tidying up, organizing things around your house. This is any type of work that you do around the house. It's called housework. And uh, guys, there is a whole page uh, on collocations inside my teaching notes. So this is what I'm sharing with you now. Is just a snippet very short uh, extract of what you will find inside the teaching notes and you can get access to these teaching notes by visiting englishmadesimple.net slash coffee and a couple of more things I wanted to share with you today is like hmm, number one thing being prepositions prepositions is a big one uh, and especially preposition of time of time let me ask you this question for those of you who are probably thinking what do you mean by preposition of time what do you mean milena okay but first let me ask you this question what year were you born what year were you born how would you answer this question what preposition would you use when you start your answer and now what if i asked you what day of the month were you born Do you know how to answer this question? Well, this is a common mistake I hear among English learners. Knowing when to use uh, prepositions on and in. So knowing prepositions of time is important because it's not straightforward. Uh, It doesn't sound like it's common sense. It's something that you have to learn. And it doesn't sound like common sense to me, at least. Okay? Okay. So (laughs) you really have to um, learn all these prepositions of time to get to know them. So now that I asked you the question, the way you would answer the first question, what year were you born? You would say, I was born in 1981 or 1991. I was born in 2000, year 2000. Uh, What year was Justin Bieber born? Was he born like 2015 or something? (laughs) No, 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 he was born in 1994. 1994! Say what? All right, and the other question. What day of the month were you born? I was born on the 21st of August. 21st of August. We use ordinal numbers when we talk about dates Justin Bieber was born on the 1st of March now let's find someone else how about Shakira when was she born Shakira was born on the 2nd of February 1977 wow okay now you see what I mean so you use preposition in when we talk about just the year I was born in nineteen ninety. I was born in 1970. And then when we talk about specific dates, we use the preposition on. We also use the preposition on when we talk about specific days of the week. For example, let me think of an example. Uh, When are we going to the cinema? On Monday. We are going to go on Monday. Okay, that's a specific day of the week. At what time does the movie start? It starts at 6 p.m. At, that's the preposition of time. When you are telling time, you always use the preposition at. Now, hope you found this all very useful. There is more of this inside the teaching notes, the teaching resource that I'm sharing with you for a limited time only because I want to celebrate two and a half years of English Made Simple. Simply go to EnglishMadeSimple.net slash coffee to get instant access to this resource. There's about 10 pages of this. Uh, plus, you will get access to other stuff like selected transcripts and audio files. You can have audio files of selected episodes. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's it for today, amigos y amigas. Short and sweet. Thanks for joining me today, amigos y amigas. You've been an amazing audience, as always. And you've been jamming with Milena from English Made Simple. Have an awesome rest of the week. Until next time, hasta la próxima!